0: Welcome to episode 46 of the Geek Heart Games podcast. I am Sam Suvac alongside Cody Teacher. Cody, how's it going? Pretty good. How's it going, Sam? Pretty good. So uh, this episode is coming out on Monday, January 21st. That is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. So we'd like to just take this opportunity to just remind everyone to be compassionate to their fellow humans. Um, You know, civil rights has come a long way over the years, but it's still not perfect. We still have lots of room to improve. So just, you know, think about people and be kind as often as you can. So, yeah. Yeah. Cody, it's been a long week. How are you feeling?
1: It has been. (laughs) Uh, You know, it's a... It's been a rough couple of weeks for me, Sam. Yeah. We're gonna get real deep here all of a sudden. Uh so as I mentioned previously, I'm supposed to be having a back surgery eventually. Hopefully. Hopefully soon. Uh, fun fact insurance in America sucks. And is such a terrible process. Um so I've had a lot of uh, a lot of issues this week with health insurance and it's been real annoying. So yeah. How, how about you sam has your be- week been a little bit better at least hopefully oh
0: it's definitely been better than that um okay like i've been i don't know i've been have. we'll talk about this later some point i want not have like a focus about like anxiety and dealing with anxiety and how like video games can help because like i've had a lot of it this week and it's just been like weird like i don't know uh no. i i don't know but um uh, most of it's just been at work and not even for work-related things uh my desk moved and now i'm in a location where people walk by a lot more and when they do the floor shakes because like yeah. I don't, I don't, we're on the second floor you wouldn't think it would shake that much but like it's it's like constantly there's these tiny earthquakes happening near me and i just i get i get enraged by it which is you know something probably unique to me most people probably don't even notice the floor shaking but i'm just like so sensitive to it <laughs> um so i get really mad about that and then like i get my like my heart gets racing and then like my anxiety builds and i'm just like oh my and then god you I start
1: stabbing people and like sam we gotta talk like there's a bounty out for you and like it's it's rough
0: so if there's ever not a podcast because I'm not here, uh, you'll know it's probably because I went crazy at work and stabbed somebody with a letter opener. Um, hopefully not though. Hopefully, you know, hopefully not. I, I try to do my deep breathing. You know, honestly, um, what helps me a lot. Well, I've got like a I've got a convertible desk where I can like raise it to stand up. And so I try Mm -hmm. to stand up a lot. And when I'm standing, like, I don't feel it shaking as much. And then also, like, as a reward for myself for standing up, uh, I let myself listen to the Tetris Effect soundtrack. And it's really soothing. (laughs) So twice a day, once in the morning, once in the afternoon, I listen to my Tetris Effect soundtrack. And I'm standing up and I'm just like, all right, it's okay. So, um, you know, whatever works for you, you know, just try things and, you know, try to be happy. So.
1: We went two different ways with the standing desk thing. I was like, oh, standing dust was really nice. And you were like, oh, yeah, because I get to reward myself with Tetris effect soundtrack. And I was like, yeah, it's really nice. If that fucking person keeps walking up behind you and making the ground shake, like you just get to turn around and punch them faster. And it's, it's where we defer, apparently. Um, I had a different mindset going in. Uh, okay, yeah.
0: well, what you should think about also is I'm a very small person. I'm barely five feet tall. So I, I don't go picking fights with people because, like, I'm going to get my ass kicked.
1: I mean, height doesn't mean anything. You you could be very agile. You could be a little squirrely. Um, and like, I'm going to
0: kick somebody in the shins is what I'm going to do.
1: Hey, that fucking hurts, man. You're going to drop somebody. You kick him in the shins hard enough. <laughs> um, shit. I don't, I don't want to be kicked in the shins ever. Once I was in middle school, there was this kid. That's what he did for fun. He would walk around and kick people in the shins. And it was like, you're, you're a piece of shit. You know that? Uh, yeah. And then one day he kicked this one kid in the shins and they were in the bathroom. Which, first off, if you're to kick someone in the shin, why in the bathroom of all places? Uh, so that day, that guy, the shin kicker, as we called him, got a swirly and it was hilarious.
0: Oh, okay. I can see that. I was thinking it's a bad idea to kick somebody in the shins in the bathroom because they're just going to like, I'm thinking someone's out of urinal peeing. And Reasonable.
1: Reasonable stuff's going to start
0: going places because they're jumping around like, oh, my leg. And then Guy's going to get covered in pee, um, which, I mean, that would have been a valid defense mechanism as well. It would have. It would have.
1: It would have. Um, he got a swirly, and it was pretty funny, because he walked in the class like an hour later with his head like sopping wet, and we were just like, what happened? <laughs> and then we found out the story like a week later. So don't kick people in the shins is the moral <laughs> lesson. Just if Geek card nice. Games has taught you nothing, it's be nice and compassionate. And don't kick people <laughs> in the shins like a piece of shit. <laughs> so I think this is a video game podcast.
0: I think it is. I think we went crazy there. I don't know what happened. <laughs> um, let's let's talk about some video games. So, I mean, the one I'm most excited about is one that I didn't play you played and you're not going to spoil it for me because i I said i'd take off my headphones if you wanted to go crazy but uh but you don't want to so tell me all about the Mm -hmm. resident evil 2 demo
1: yeah so uh resident evil 2 remake is launching january 25th so this friday after podcast releases um and so to like kind of hype it up they have sam is taking off her headphones
0: I'm sorry, there was some weird noise. Like, t- Speaking of spooky things happening, I'm sure it's Aloy scratching on something. But I was like, what is that noise? Also, it's raining. Okay. I don't know. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry, Ooh, sorry. Ooh,
1: really spooky. Uh, yeah. So to kind of hype up the release of Resident Evil 2, they released this thing called a one-shot demo where you have 30 minutes to play. And if you can't beat the level, what's up?
0: I Oh, I was confused. I heard it was a one-shot demo. I thought it meant you just had one bullet and you had to be real careful.
1: No nothing nothing that serious said so good <laughs> Lord, um, just th- that would have sucked I would have been so because the shooting in Resident Evil was already not very fun to me sometimes you gotta um, use your
0: knife man
1: yeah yeah this <laughs> is uh, one of those we'll get we'll get to talk about okay, that in a yeah, second right, right. Um, so you have 30 30 uh, minutes to play through this one level uh, kind of the basics you're Leon Kennedy you're going to Raccoon City I'm pretty sure this uh-huh. takes place good um, job And this level takes place you're exploring a police department that's all I'll say uh, story wise Um, man is this fucking spooky like a million times more spooky than Resident Evil 7 really yeah like I was so like if we have a YouTube video out I played through it um, beat it in 23 minutes go me Uh, I skipped a lot of stuff there's definitely some stuff I could have done differently Uh, so like The sound design is so well done that, like, there are so many, like, little tiny things that happen. Like, something falling over and, like, just the... It happens at the perfect moment to just get you on edge. Uh, So, if you do watch that YouTube video, I, I was talking to Sam about this, like... It sounds like I am, like, out of breath or, like, I have a breathing problem. No, like, my heart was racing, causing me to breathe really heavy. So, like, I'm pretty sure my breathing got picked up on my microphone. Um... But quick
0: like, quick question. So you you had to play with your headphones because you were recording it, obviously. Yeah. Um, if you were not, would you have played with headphones or even like, this is too scary, I'm taking them off?
1: I feel like this is one of those games you have to play with headphones on. Like, it's one of those games, where, like, the sound is so important because if you don't play with headphones on, like, you're missing, like, audio cues for, like, zombies for, like, there's uh, other stuff happening in the game that requires you to have the audio on. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of stuff. Uh,
0: Question: Did you also play it in the dark?
1: No, I did have my my light on. Wow. I'm sorry, I wow. failed. I failed you on that note. <laughs> it's um, good. it's
0: good.
1: So yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's graphically also very beautiful. Like it's it's definitely something I want to pick up eventually. I don't think I'm gonna pick it up day one because Leon Kennedy moves very slowly and (laughs) I just finished like Resident Evil 7 like a month ago yeah and so I think I kind of want to break from those kind of games yeah uh so I think I'm gonna wait a little bit um I will say I had a ton of fun with it uh I think it's gonna be great I think it's gonna be probably like one of the top games of the year um and I'm excited to hear what you have to say about it because I know you love the Resident Evil series uh a lot of cool stuff um like it's just so spooky like i was like okay nope i'm not enjoying this at some point because i was just like so on edge uh i do feel like the combat in Resident Evil 7 how do i put this like in Resident Evil 7 i feel like i didn't miss my shots very often because like mm-hmm. i could still move and shoot and this one if you are choosing to move around while you shoot, they do penalize you for that. Like, the relic Whoa. blooms out and stuff. Uh, so you do kind of are, you are rewarded for, like, kind of stopping and, like, being precise. Um, so that's interesting. I, well, when back, I said earlier, back I was then, just
0: back you, in the old Resident Evil games, I mean, you couldn't move while you were aiming, so it's just like, ah. Oh, good point. You know, like yeah. Resident Evil 4, you couldn't do that, so. Um...
1: um the Resident Evil Seven, like I was, there were moments that scared me in that game. But like, I don't know, like the kind of more like creepy, like not swamp monsters, but like the zomb- the kind of like zombie c- character in Resident Evil Seven, like didn't scare me. The like gore and like disgustingness of the zombies in this game do terrify me. Like they are like there is a scene in the demo that is like you're like oh god um like there's some cool stuff in this game uh and like i don't know like just and i think it's just the setting because like in the house i I knew like okay there's this character this character and then like there's gonna be some zombies Mm -hmm. in this police department i didn't know what was gonna be around the corner i didn't know like what was gonna happen uh so like it was very interesting uh it still has the traditional like puzzles where like You get one thing and it leads to another thing and like you gotta get a couple of these things to fill in a pattern and uh kind of just like the standard at this point what i recognize as a resident evil puzzle um but yeah i really enjoyed it uh i'm excited for you to play it and i can't wait to hear what you think and definitely go give that one shot demo a try if you're on the edge about it uh i think it will sell you on it
0: does did the demo have options for difficulty
1: no it just it has like play the game buy it from the playstation store okay uh but yeah um i enjoyed it it was a lot of fun uh really spooky and i'm excited for to play it eventually
0: i'm glad you enjoyed it i'm i'm obviously super excited about it i pre-ordered it um a little bit ago and it came with a theme for my ps4 and it's a really good one so it's got this kind of like gross zombie face and then like if you go to the upper section it's got leon and claire and um i just think it's it's cool um it has a, it's creepy sounds too that i like um i i think i told you that i wanted to take off on friday when it came out and I wasn't going to be able to because of work stuff, but I got stuff rearranged, and I'm like, no, I'm, I'm taking off on Friday. <laughs> so uh, Thursday night at 11 p.m., I'm going to I'm gonna start playing this bad boy, and I am super excited about it. Um, mm-hmm. I don't
1: know. It's it's uh, some? It's... It's definitely like a game I'm going to go back to, like maybe during the summer when I have like a pair where I'm not playing any games. Um, but yeah, it's...
0: Yeah, you hear I'm, I'm like, you heard it here first, guys. Cody was so scared by the demo that it's going to take him a few months before he can actually go back and play the game.
1: <laughs> there's like, there's a moment in the demo on the video which you can find at geekargames.com/slash/youtube, uh, where like something happens. I don't remember what, but it legitimately like made me throw the controller and like I had to catch it with like the palm of my hand just so it wouldn't rip my microphone out I was like oh god (laughs) Um, and like it's really spooky I don't know it's it's, it's just the setting is a lot scarier for me than Resident Evil 7 was so yeah
0: that's awesome Uh, I I wish you'd had a a webcam recording you because I would (laughs) have liked to see you jumping and throwing controllers
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay so that's Resident Evil 2 that comes out uh, this Friday so
0: yay get pumped All right. Um, So since I was not playing the Resident Evil 2 demo, um, weird, weird thing happened this week because I did some stuff that's totally unlike me. Um, I finished some games, which, if you know me, I like to start games and play for a few hours, and then I'm good. I'm like, no, I'm done, thanks. Um, So in a weird Occurrence, I finished three games uh, this week. Now, one of those was Valiant Hearts, which I talked about a few weeks ago. So, obviously, I'd started mm-hmm. that a while back, uh, but I just went through it and, and finally finished that up. And, guys, it's a really good game. Like I talked about it before, um, you know, made me cry. It's, there's a really good representation of the Horrors, the travesties of war just the the bad stuff that happens between people um and like i said like i never like had anything wrong with it i just wasn't like in the mood to play it but once i got back into it i was like you know i like this i like these type of puzzles they're like easy enough for me to figure out and it's just yeah. so emotional and historical and it's just like yeah it's a really really good game so i highly recommend that one um second game was amplitude so this is one of the free ps plus games this month um it's a rhythm game and like i'm i was kind of like i guess i kind of still am i'm kind of in this spot where i'm like i don't know how i feel about rhythm games i'm like do i like them do i not like them i know that i really like guitar hero um but i mean that one's fun because you get like a little guitar or you've got drums and so like you're doing stuff and it's just like it's it's what? what? Don't make that face. What was that face? It's all
1: about the guitar. The drums are so terrible in Rock Band and Guitar Hero.
0: I had I fun. drums. I had fun with the drums in Guitar Hero. I still have my drums from Guitar Hero. Um, R- it's a good game. Uh, what was the other one that I was thinking that was a rhythm game? Oh, my fitness boxing. I'm having a good time with my fitness boxing, and that's a rhythm game, technically, because you're trying to punch in time. Yeah. Um, So I was like, you know, I think maybe I like rhythm games. I'm going to give it a shot. Turns out amplitude is not the game for me. Um, (laughs) it's, It's a pretty interesting concept. As far as I can understand, I'm not entirely sure that I understood exactly what was going on, but from what I can figure out, you're like, you're this little ship that's like floating through the timeline that's you know, you got to push the buttons, and there's different tracks for different musical instruments. Um, but really, I feel like you're like a little like nanobot, and you're doing brain surgery while this is happening. Because like, there's something going on with this woman's brain. I think her name's Sarah. I think she's in a coma, and like, you're trying to fix whatever's wrong with her brain to try to like get her to wake back up. Um, so it's an interesting concept, and I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's cool. That we're doing brain surgery over here. It's great. Um I played on easy and the there were just three buttons to use, L1, R1, and R2. And you'd think it'd be okay. There's only three buttons, it's not that bad. But then also You would have to use the uh, d-pad left and right to jump from track to track so like say you'd start off in the drum track and you'd finish a sequence and then you would need to immediately switch to another track to do the next sequence because like you just you weren't supposed to just like stay on one track and do all the sequences you were supposed to like jump around um but like sometimes it was really hard to like get jumped over to the next track. And then like, if the note was starting like right there at the beginning, like it was hard to get it in time. And so then like you would lose your combos. Um, It had some neat stuff. Like once you get your combos up, like you can get different things. Like you can get something that'll just clear a sequence for you. You can get something that'll slow down time. Uh, You get this weird thing called flow, I think, where the ship just kind of jumps up off the track and it's just kind of floating in air and you're getting some points. I don't understand what that's happening.
1: Do you do this maneuver? Well, time it's time? like,
0: go do left and right. Uh, so I was like, going left and right with the ship. I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing, but yeah, like, yeah, I would, yeah. I would do it. And then like my points would go up. So I was like, I guess that's what you're supposed to do. I don't know. Okay. We'll um, do. Yeah. So, I mean, it's an interesting concept. He's still doing the movement. Okay. <laughs> We're just going to do that for the whole, that's our cardio for the night. We're just going to keep moving our arms.
1: I mean, eh.
0: hey, whatever works. Um, Yeah, so it seems like fine, but it's just like Mm -hmm. I don't think I ever got into the groove, as you might say, for a rhythm game. Um, And like I saw later, like you could you could change the buttons so you could do like square, triangle, circle. But I don't know if that would have been easier. Um, The music was fun. It's kind of electronic and like it was neat because it would have these lyrics and like stuff would have to do with brain surgery and stuff. Um, so it was neat what they were doing with some of the songs. And I mean, it's a fairly easy campaign to play through, which is why I finished it. Cause I was like, you know, this won't take me long. I'm just gonna finish it just to finish it. Um, but I didn't have a great time with it. So I think I... And I still don't have a conclusive answer as to whether I like rhythm games or not. So like, I need to find like another rhythm game and try it and then see how I feel about it. So I don't know. But hey, okay. it was free. So what are you going to do? Are um, you playing
1: it on PS3 or PS4?
0: PS4. Fun fact about Amplitude as the PS Plus game this month. So it lists it as a PS3 game, uh, but Mm -hmm. it is on PS4. So if you go to the PlayStation Store on your computer and look at all the free games, it lists like all the different consoles. They're all there, and you can grab it there. If you're on your PS4 and you go to the store and say, show me the free games for PS4 this month, it doesn't show it. It only shows you Steep and Portal Nights, which I was like, that's weird. Um, But... It's, it's, it's for both PS3 and PS4, so you can get it on okay. whichever one you want. Um, and if you have an interest in it, you know, give it a go. It just, uh, it just didn't click for me. I mean, it's a neat concept, yeah. fun music, but, you know, yeah. Hey, at least it was free. So.
1: Yeah, at least it was free. At least it
0: was free. All right. Um, I'll come back to my final one, but Cody, do you want to tell me about Elder Scrolls Online? 'Cause you are still uh, and fighting oh, for your MMO that's gonna fill your heart.
1: I feel like we had a really good segue to talk about Portal Knights because we just brought it up, but we can we can talk about ESO if you'd like.
0: <laughs> we'll come back to Portal Knights because like we both have stuff to talk about with Portal Knights.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I'm still on this journey to find an MMORPG that I can love. And do I need to do the, the song again?
0: What was the song?
1: Oh, learning, no, no, Learning, no. learn, okay.
0: <laughs> Do the song, but we don't have anything to learn. You said it last week.
1: Learning, learning, learning key card games. Right. It's catchy. Um, I don't know. It is. It's it um, <laughs> So, yeah. Uh, this past week, I want to say, uh, Elder Scrolls Online did a stream where they were teasing something big was going to happen this year for the game. Uh, was it big like so- a dragon? Yes, actually. Oh, really? It's, some would say the year of the dragon. Whoa! Uh, well, quick, okay. Wait, so quick, first,
0: quick interjection: is it is it actually the, like the Chinese year of the dragon? Because that would be really cool. I think it
1: it's Twisted the of year Night. of the cow. Cause... Well then, they missed their mark. So continue. Yeah, uh, I think Overwatch's year of the cow is starting. Um...
0: That's not as cool.
1: Yeah. Um... So they did this, like, big long stream that was supposed to lead to something, and then it was just a symbol, and it was like, check out the real stream, like, a week later. So then they did the real stream. of um, Their next big update is called Alisware, um, which is, like, the home of the Khajiit, which are the cat people. Oh, I um, like the cat people. And they announced... I believe it's the fifth anniversary of Elder Scrolls Online, like, officially launching. So they announced that this will be the Year of the Dragon. It'll see... Uh, three DLCs and then one big story expansion in elsewhere, uh, and so the kind of story going on is going to be that uh, you fuck up and unleash dragons upon Tamriel, and like they're like legitimately like in the expand in the DLC story coming out in like a week in like a month or two, uh, you go and unlock this gate, and all these dragons fly out, and it's on you, and you gotta go fix it. And I'm like, okay, I like that storyline. That sounds um, like
0: something, like, one of us would do if we were actually put in it, yeah. an adventure scenario. Oops, I fucked up. Well.
1: Um, and then they also, like, announced with this like, in Ellis where, like, you'll be fighting dragons and stuff. And, like, this is the first time dragons will show up in uh, Elder Scrolls Online because, like, in this realm, they're dead because, like, they're, they're, they've been dead, quote unquote. Um, but actually, they've been locked away. Uh, this takes place mm. differently from like skyrim and all that okay because there's been dragons
0: over in that part just not the online part okay
1: yeah um and so like one of the big things that kind of got me excited for this update is they announced that they're gonna add the necromancer as a class and like you know me i love dead things like jason Voorhees comes back to life love it (laughs) love it um and so I was like cool and then they announced like something even cooler so in Tamriel the world that Elder Scrolls Mm -hmm. Online is taking place in necromancy is illegal everywhere so they're like and so like you normally most games just like give it a pass and like oh necromancy is fine now no like if you practice necromancy in the major cities someone will tell on you and the guards will come fine you for practicing (laughs) necromancy and I was like that is so fucking immersive. I'm in. I love That's that.
0: That's awesome.
1: So, I hopped back in Total Scrolls Online because I have not touched that game since I dropped forty bucks on it. Um, <laughs> and I was like, my big issue is like I haven't found a class that I like. Like I tried them all and I couldn't really like find one I really enjoyed. Because you're waiting so for I, the necromancer. Apparently, it's just what I needed. Um, and so eventually I was just like, well, I'm just going to give this, uh, it's called the Nightblade. It's kind of like their rogue slash assassin slash archer, uh, class. And I've been playing that and I'm about level eight. I I've put about two hours in, mm-hmm. um, and I really am enjoying it. Uh, they really give you a lot of bonuses, I guess right now. Cause like, they're kind of trying to get people yeah. like sped up and like ready for the new content coming out. Uh, and so like they gave me some bow, and it's like oh you get bonus 5% XP every time you kill something with this bow and I was like nice. well fuck yeah I'm just gonna yeah. be a fucking, like a ranger pretty much yeah. um, and like so I've been like looking up some guides and stuff and so something I didn't realize is that like there are three skill trees for every class and each of those skill trees is meant to kind of focus on one of like the holy trinity which is like tanking, damage dealing, healing, never realized that so it's like oh it's meant to be like Every class can be a tank, a DPS, or a healer, but it's really up to you what you want to do. And I was like, oh, so I've just been spending points in stupid stuff I shouldn't be doing, apparently. Um, And so I've been really digging this Nightblade character. Uh, I'm a Khajiit named Grimvel, which, Sam, you may know that name, because that's the family name of our orcs in (laughs) D&D. So I'm a Khajiit Nightblade named Grimvel. Uh, I got my like flaming panther cause that's what they gave me when I bought Somerset, the last expansion.
0: That's wait, um, that's your mount. Yeah. It's my mount. Nice.
1: Yeah. Um, is, is and it like, weird
0: for a Khajiit to have like a service animal?
1: I thought about that. I was like, like what, like, how do I feel about that? And then like, there's like a reptile race called the Argonians. And yeah. I'm like, how do you think they feel about fighting dragons soon? Aww. They're going to be really upset about that. Yeah. Um, and so I'm playing Sam and like I'm listening to music while I play because I'm kind of like the storylines are interesting but I can just read all the dialogue, right?
0: Yeah.
1: And then I'm like I'm hearing something over my music. I'm like what is that noise? And like I'm just doing like random side quests. I'm like what's that noise? And so I take my headphones off and I like crank up the TV a little bit. It's all voice acted. Like everything I've done oh, has yeah. been voice acted. Like side quests. Like this, like go fetch me some hay was one of the side quests I did. And this dude is like talking to me and I was like what's happening? Like what? It was like really cool and I was like and I was like well put my headset in and like you know listen to the people talk and like
0: have 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 they not done that in the game before? On the Oh, I'm game? sure they
1: have. I've just been a fucking idiot and been listening <laughs> to music the whole time. And so now I'm finally getting to recognize it. And like <laughs> it's just really cool and like, I was like man this is like really adds in, like a new element to like cuz like in World of Warcraft like not everything's voice acted. Like, only major yeah. storylines are voice acted. So, like, I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. And I don't know, like, all this, just the whole, like, stuff about, the, like, the Year of the Dragon thing kind of excites me. Because, like, it's like, oh, like, they have an entire year of content planned out. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, fucking necromancy is, like, really cool to me. Like, <laughs> I'm in video games. All right, I'm not trying to raise the dead here <laughs> in real life. Uh, like, I don't know. Like, it's just really cool. Like, yeah. for the, like, tanking uh spec of the necromancer, you get to turn into a giant, like... Skull Golem, they said. And that just sounds fucking badass. Like tell me you don't want to turn into a You turn like, into it
0: instead of just yeah, summoning turn,
1: it? That's you turn crazy. into it. Yeah. And so how does, like,
0: it, how does it do battle? Does it just like hop on people? Like if it's just a skull I think you
1: like it's like every I haven't gotten to I think it's like level like fifteen or something, you get an ultimate. Mm-hmm. So like the ultimate for the tanking spec is to turn into the golem and then like I'm sure your heart hot bar Turns into like abilities that it has and stuff. So, that's what she said. What part?
0: Your hot bar turns into abilities. I don't. I. It was a stretch. I'm sorry.
1: I mean, like, if you're like really into RPG foreplay, I guess. I I'd say like, a yeah, lot of baby. people are. Show me your hot bar. <laughs> cast Cast Scorch on my titties, stuff like that. <laughs> I regret. I'm sorry. Now that I, I took it too this. far. <laughs> I took it too far again. I'm sorry. Uh, anyways, I just rolled online. Uh, yeah, I'm having a, f- a lot of fun with it. Uh, I will say, small st- dumb story. Um, I was running through like a kind of like a mini like dungeon almost, uh, and like, I'm fighting this stuff, and like I'm doing pretty good. Uh, and it's been a while, so I don't remember everything I have, mm-hmm. uh, and so I'm running. And I see something's running behind me. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? And, like, it's moving fast. And I'm like, oh, fuck, what's about to happen? And so I stop, and it stops with me. And I'm like, what's happening? Like, is it about to attack me? And so I'm trying to target it. I'm like, why is it not letting me target it? I had a fucking pet scorpion, apparently, that they gave me. <laughs> and I thought it was trying to attack me. And it was not, apparently. I'm just, a, I'm an idiot. Um, so, yeah. Uh but I'm having a lot of fun with it. Uh I will say, like, right now they only let you buy the Year of the Dragon thing as a big expansion pack, and it's like $80. And, like, I just want to buy Ellisware and get the Necromancer. It's really all I want. I don't want to pay for the other DLCs, because, like, they kind of ruined the whole, like, oh, it's my fault the dragons are revealed, so I don't really need to play that, technically, I don't think. So, I mean, don't they... you want to
0: go fight dragons and shit?
1: No, yeah, I will. In Ellisware, like, they're just saying, like, that DLC tells the story of how you release the dragons, and then you gotta wait for Ellisware. I just ran away for Elsewhere.
0: Okay, Cody.
1: Hey, I got like, I'm only level like eight. I got to get to level 30 still. So, I mean, I got time. I was going to be a necromancer, damn it. It's fine. I was like, I do want to finish leveling up this Nightblade before Elsewhere comes out because every time a new expansion drops, the starting zones change and so like the Necromancer when I start my Necromancer class it'll have a different starting zone than my Nightblade and I do like when I experience that that seems pretty cool Um, so yeah I've been having a lot of fun with that maybe I finally found an MMO to hold me over for a little while we'll find out
0: hopefully however I did want to ask you one thing have you heard of a game called Boundless
1: no, I haven't. What is this?
0: Okay, so I just, I got an email from Square Enix about this game today. Because so I guess it's been, it was on Steam Early Access for like five years? Long time. I don't uh-huh. know. It's, yeah, it's, an, it's a long, very it's long an time. It's MMO. Yeah, and so it's out on uh, PS4 and PC right now. Uh, I think it came out a few months ago. Um, so hmm. basically in this MMO, from what I read about it, there are it's kind of like fallout 76 where there are no npcs there's just other players and so any interactions you have are with other players like there's no store to go like sell your little crap to get upgrades or whatever like you have to like work with whoever's playing to do exchanges and do stuff like that um Hmm. i didn't I didn't go too far into it. It's $40 on PS4. Okay, um, that was my
1: next question. Is it yeah. free to play or is no. it money? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, um,
0: but it's... Maybe
1: like, I'll look at it. You it's know. Se-
0: it sounded very interesting, but not necessarily in like an, oh, that's really cool, interesting way. It's like, huh, that's interesting. I don't know about that way. So yeah. like, kind of have to like, I didn't even watch the trailer for it. So... But you should look into that and see what it's like, if that would be something that's cool or not. Um, yeah. Kind of weird that never heard of it, but I don't know. I,
1: I probably have. I just can't, like, off the top of my head, think because okay. I do do a lot of research on MMOs, because that's, that's what I do in my free time, because I'm a fucking nerd. Um, <laughs> but
0: yeah. All right. So... Now for my final game that I finished this week, um, which this one was a surprise for me. So Ori in the Blind Forest, like, what, what's your question?
1: So you're saying it was a surprise that you finished? Yes. Was it a, like a premature finish? Like you just weren't ex- like expecting it to finish?
0: <laughs> Is that what she said?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that's what she
0: I thought that's where you were it. going. Are you like actually asking me? this?
1: Yeah, I'm like really trying to make a sexual innuendo out of this. Um... <laughs> um, All right.
0: No. Or in I the don't... blind forest. Or in the blind forest. Uh, so I've I've seen this game before, and I thought it looked really cool. Um, I I never wanted to buy it because I was like. It's probably not a game for me. Uh, There's Mm -hmm. a lot of platforming, kind of a Metroidvania style game, which is not my favorite. And then like, I've heard stories about how hard it is. And like, uh, Christine Steimer from What's Good Games has talked multiple times about how she got so angry and like she'd throw her controller about this game. And so I was like, you know, I don't like hard games. So this is probably not gonna be for me. And, like, just last week, I think I said that, like, the new, like, Super Mario Brothers is, like, the only 2D platformer that I actually like. Um, So, big surprise, I started playing Ori in the Blind Forest, and I absolutely loved this game. Um, I feel like this is the best 2D platformer of all time. And I also feel like it's the best Metroidvania of all time. Um, Oh, damn. This is one of the best made games, period, um, in my opinion. Uh, So, for multiple reasons, okay, it has an incredible story. um, And, like, man, I cried a lot during this game at, like, various points. It wasn't just, like, at one point. There were lots of things that happened um, so the main story, and here's the thing, like, I don't even fully understand this story because it was just like, I don't know, whatever, but I got enough of it and I got the emotions of it. Um, so there's this spirit tree in the forest that has light and light is like the life energy of everything there. And it's like keeping the forest a-okay, right? Um, there's this mean owl named Kuro, who's huge, and- like, she hates the light, and she ends up, like, attacking the tree and, like, kind of destroying stuff, and I think the tree, like, shoots out part of its light, and, like, that becomes Ori? Somehow Ori is the child of the tree, I don't know, but Ori got lost from the tree, and this uh, person, this other type of creature named Neru adopted Ori, and so you see, like, Bit, like snippets of their life together, and it's so sweet. And then, like, like a true Disney movie, of course, there's not enough food. The forest is dying, and naru doesn't make it. And I'm just like, oh my god, this is like at the very beginning, and that's why. What well, talking about out on
1: what fucking Disney movies are you watching where someone dies because there's not enough food?
0: Well, okay, it doesn't matter about the food. Just like a, somebody, a parent figure dies often. Okay. Disney movies. Like, somebody's always gonna die. Like, those Disney movies, like... But not
1: starvation. I don't think anyone dies of starvation.
0: (laughs) That's... Starvation isn't the point. It's just the death that was the point. Shit
1: way to go. Alright, continue. Sorry.
0: Alright, alright. So... So Ori's on this quest to go bring light back to the tree, and there's this little light spirit that's with her, this little, like, actually, I don't know. I don't know if Ori's a boy or a girl. Um but there's a light thing like that's kind of like your navi from like uh zelda uh and Mm so it'll talk to you sometimes and it it does your combat abilities and it's just like your your thing that's with you um so you guys go through and there's like three sections of the forest where you have to go kind of clear and like reset them and get them back to their healthiness uh and then you're going to the tree to like finally turn the light back on or fix it whatever um But, like, oh, my God. So you meet somebody called Gumo along the way. And Gumo's like, a bad guy. He's stolen this thing. Um, But then something happens. Like, I don't even remember. Like, I think he gets trapped and you help him. And then, like, the fact that you showed him kindness, like, changes his heart. And then he helps you. And then, like, throughout the game, like, he'll pop up again to help you. And it's so sweet. And then, like you find out why Kuro the owl hates the light and it's it's like a really good reason. And you're like, oh my goodness. So like, how can we resolve this situation and everybody live happily ever after, you know? It's like, ugh. Um, and then you get to the end and just like the way that the situation resolves itself and like the tree does end up getting its light back. There's like a happily ever after ending. Um, and it's, but like, there's parts right before that that are really emotional. And like, like Ori is not doing so well. And like, I know that Ori's gonna be fine cause Ori's got a sequel coming out soon, but I'm like, oh my God, what's happening to Ori? Um, but it was just like, like I'm trying to be vague. Cause like, I don't want to like give it away, but like, it's really good stuff and like a well-written story um, there. And then there's this part at the very end that like makes me anxious because I'm like, this isn't fully resolved. I don't understand how this is going to be okay. And like, I don't know if that's what the sequel is going to deal with. Um, but it's just like, it's an A plus story. Very well done. And like the way it kind of plays out is like the the spirit tree's voice is kind of like narrating parts of the story. Mm-hmm. And so it's like got this real spiritual feel to it. <clears throat> so that's A plus. <clears throat> The gameplay is really good, okay? Now, I will say there were parts where I got extremely angry, and there were two nights where I did just have to stop. I'm like, okay, this is... I can't handle this right now. I need to go away for a while. Came back the next day and, like, made it through. So it's fine. Um, But I really appreciate good movement in a game. Like, I mm-hmm. don't want a character that walks really slow, like you were just saying Leon Kennedy walks really slow. Um, but I mean, I'm okay with that in Resident Evil, it's fine. But in a game like this, like Ori like, just bounds around with, with, he's like, he or she is full of energy and does lots of jumping and pretty early I unlocked like a double jump. And so like, you're just zipping around really fast. You get a wall climb, which so you can kind of point at the wall and like do your jump over and over and you just climb straight up the wall. Like a normal wall jump, you have to do like back and forth. You don't even have to do that. You can go straight up jumping up the same wall. Um, I, that was cool, but like I did get frustrated because like you constantly have to keep pushing that button Um, later you get an ability where you just straight climb the wall and you just hold down a button. You don't have to, like, keep pushing it. So I really feel like they should have just done that from the get-go. That's, like, my... Like, I have, like, maybe two complaints about the game. That's, like, my one complaint is that they they did that. Um... you end up getting this thing, I I don't remember what it's called, I'm going to call it like a boost. And so you get next to an enemy or a projectile, and you hold down Y, and like this little arrow will come up, and you point which direction you want to go, and then when you let go, it just like boosts you in that direction. And due to proper physics, it pushes whatever you're pushing against in the opposite direction. And so you can use this to navigate around. And so you'll be jumping and doing boosts on different things. And so it might be quite a while before you even like touch the ground because you're just kind of like zipping through the sky. That's really cool. This ability also in like some of your puzzles, you'll have to either use this to shoot enemies into a certain thing, or to, um, like, there'll be, like, physical objects, like, there are these boulders that sometimes you have to shoot. And so it's just, like, interesting to, like, be able to use it in different ways. Also, like, theoretically, it's a combat mechanism. Uh, I, like, always forgot to use it as combat. Like, I always, (laughs) like, Cody, I was, I I didn't play this game the right way, because, like, my combat was never up to par on this i would always forget the different ways that i could fight i would always just use my basic attack and i would get my ass kicked which is probably why i had problems in certain areas um but yeah so you get that there's a part where you go you get to swim in different things there's a thing where you get this um it's a feather and so you kind of have like a little parachute so you can jump and glide down um Oh my God, Cody's dying! Poor Cody. He's got the he's got all choked up about this. Um, there's so then in the reverse of the glide, there's a part one of the areas you activate the wind element in the forest, and then there'll just be these gusts of air going up. So you just activate your glide, and it lifts you up instead of going down. And so it's like a whole new way to navigate through a section by just going up and then like you can let go of it to fall down and like there will be things like shooting at you so you have to dodge while you're going up through the air it's really cool there are so many sections where you're having to navigate through things outside of touching the ground and just the way that it shows you to do that is really cool there's another section of the forest where you get this light orb and it's does this thing where, like, there's, like, kind of lava on the ground. And so when you've got your light activated, you can walk on the lava. But also, it just completely messes with gravity. So it's rounded edges. So you can just go walk up a wall and then walk up and start walking on the ceiling. And um, this was the part where I had the worst, the worst, worst time. I was, like, I spent forever on this because, like, I just couldn't get my movement up, up to handling upside down and going sideways and dealing with that gravity um but it's an even when I was like angry about that because I couldn't get through I was like this is still like a really neat way to handle the movement and a a neat way to do platforming and I really appreciated it so um I don't know I feel like (laughs) I, you're supposed to like collect extra health orbs and then extra energy orbs, which you can use your energy orbs to create save points. And I didn't do a good job of that. I finished the game and I'd only found three out of twelve extra health orbs. So obviously, if you were like a good explorer, you could have gone yeah. and gotten like a lot more health. Uh, same with the energy orbs; I never got enough. So. My, my second biggest problem was that I would just run into areas where I would be in a tough situation where I didn't have enough energy orbs to do a save point. And like, so I'd be at a pretty far back thing with my last save point, and I'd have to, like, I'm sorry, because you use your energy orbs to make save points. That's, and it's a really neat concept if you have enough energy to, like, place them where you want to. Um, but yeah, I never had enough health or save points, and so I would get stuck having to get through a a tough section and like not being at top top health to get through it or being like really far back my last save point. So I just had to keep repeating long passages where I like pretty much couldn't take a hit or I'd die. Um, But that that was on me for not having enough uh, stuff stored up. Um, But yeah, it's just, I loved it so much. The final level, is, like, you're in this, like, lava mountain. And, like, it was just, like, kind of a joy to play this game. Like, there are little puzzles that you have to figure out, but the majority of stuff, like, I figured out for myself. Normally I have to, like, Google walkthroughs and stuff because I'll get stumped. And I have only had to Google, like, two things on this, I think. One was a map question because the place I was supposed to go was down and to the left, but it was kind of hidden. So I didn't really see it because like right where I got there, I clicked a thing and it opened this gateway on the right. So I thought I was supposed to go to the right, but that was fine. Uh, and then also like it, it allowed me to unlock an air dash before I actually had a dash ability. So like I'd unlocked my air dash and I'm like, how do I use this? So I had to Google it and they're like, no, (laughs) it lets you get it before you can use it. Um, so that was stupid. Um, but it's just like, I felt like I felt like I was doing a good job while I was playing it just because I'm like, yeah, I can get through this. Um, pretty much, like, any... not, Not even the toughest passage, just, like, a regular passage. Like, I'm gonna die, like, 20 times trying to get through it. But, like, as long as I had a good save point with me, I was like, it's fine. Um, and it's just one of those things where you have to die quite a few times to just figure out how to get through it because of all the different mechanics that happen. Um... But it's just like so inventive with the gameplay, and I think it's pretty spectacular what they did with it. Um, I did have a really angry moment because I was right at the very end of the game, right when the ending. There's this big long chase sequence with not a lot of checkpoints, and so you have to like go through really well to to get through it. And then you get to like the final cutscene of the game. It's that real emotional part where I was like, Oh God, what's happening to Ori? And (laughs) right then my fucking screen went black and then it like reset to the Xbox home screen. And I was like, what (laughs) just happened? And so I loaded back in and it was like, the save was like right before that last big chase thing. So I had to do it all over again. But by that point, I'd done it so much that I was pretty, like... I was getting good at it, so it didn't take as long. Uh, but yeah, I was so mad about that. Um, I recommend this game so much to to anyone. Like, not even necessarily that likes that type of game, even if you don't think you would like that type of game. I'd say give it a go, just to, to see how neat it is. And to he- experience this wonderful story... Um, I I was like this this is like game of the year quality game, and like I, I went back and looked at so it came out in 2015. I'm like let's let's, let's see what the awards look like in 2015. Um, I'm I'm a little upset because this did not win game of the year in 2015. That went to this game this weird little game called Witcher Three that I guess people like. I don't
1: bunch of nerds
0: yeah i don't know i think i pretty much i feel like worry was robbed uh because it should have been game of the year if it wasn't going to be game of the year it should have been at least independent game of the year but that went to rocket league so nerds i know these people like this this voting pool from 2015 just like really <laughs> dropped the ball here for Ori. um I believe it won a couple, like, visual design and stuff, uh, but it's fantastic. Also, it has an amazing soundtrack. It was such nice music. It reminds me a lot of Kingdoms of Amalur. Um, but, yeah, man. So I
1: you, uh, you played it on Game Pass, correct?
0: Oh, right. Yeah, it's free on Game Pass, which that was the thing. Like, like I never wanted to buy this game, because so I'm like, I'm probably not going to like it and probably not going to play very much. And then free on Game Pass, turns out I love it, like, every day at work i was like i can't wait to get home and go play more of ori um and like i was just like yeah this is crazy i can i can finish this game um so later this year Ori will the will of the wisps is coming out and i'm really excited for that it'll be on game pass as well i hope to have a happy resolution to my lingering concerns from how the story wrapped up and it'll be interesting just to see like what what that story is really about since the forest should be okay now. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Cody, I think you should play this game. Um, I think you would definitely like it. Cause I think you like that type of game more than, than I would normally. Um, and you'll love the story too. And it's just like, Oh, it's so good. So okay. yeah.
1: I'll look into it. Yeah. Cool.
0: All right. righty. So we've got one more freebie game to talk about. I mentioned it earlier, and then totally blew the segue. So, Cody.
1: We were like right there, and you were just like, no.
0: I was like, no, let's not do that. Uh, Tell tell us about Portal Knights.
1: Yeah, so uh, one of the PS Plus games for the month of January is Portal Knights. Um, It is, the best way I can describe it, it's like, what if Minecraft met an RPG? Um, And what I mean by that is like, it takes the crafting and building mechanics of Minecraft and meets an RPG in this way of you have to pick from a class and so you pick between like a warrior, an archer, and a mage, I want to say is what they... Or a mm-hmm. wizard. Um, and you're going through this world and I think you're supposed to be stopping some great magical evil thing. Uh, and you're building portals and... the bad
0: thing about this game is it starts and there's like text going across the screen and yeah. it's super slow as it's going so I was like oh maybe I can hit X to make it just reveal itself no it yeah, just skips to the next skips, page so I yeah. missed too much text
1: um, so yeah it's like it's it's a fun game to pass some time with uh, I played it about five showers wow <laughs> Sorry, um, well, I I grouped up with uh my friend Luke and uh why I'm really blowing my other friend's name. I don't even know. <laughs> Feel bad I for that with.
0: friend. Jeez.
1: Uh, oh god, why did I not remember it? <laughs> we'll call him Jerry. Luke and Jerry I played with, and uh, it was it was it was fun. Uh, I didn't really get to do any of the building of like because like you can. Uh, just like Minecraft, kind of mine anything you want and stuff like that. Uh, You craft, like, uh, clothing. You craft weapons. You can craft differently little potions and stuff. And you're just going through this world. You're going, like, kind of, like, almost, like, world by world, building portals to each different world. And, like, when you get to a new world, there's new quests to do. uh, They usually require you to craft something or go get something from a dungeon the area. Um, And there's a lot of different kind of enemy types I've found. Mm -hmm. Uh, there were some skeletons, there were like these like electrical flying bats, there were these like sandworms that would shoot acid at me. Um, those are just kind of, there's like these weird glowing orbs of light that would attack me. I don't, I don't know what, the, I didn't really get huh. what those were. Uh, there's that fucking like,
0: I, turtle guy that like will go down in his shell and spin and come at you.
1: Oh yeah, that too. Um, I
0: hated that guy.
1: Yeah. Uh, and so I think the kind of loop is interesting if that's the kind of game you're looking to play. Uh, I I was in the Minecraft for about five minutes um, back in the day. Like, I played with some buddies, and, like, we had our own little server, and that was kind of fun because we just got on Skype every night and played Minecraft together. But uh, this is more like you have to follow a set path, and in Minecraft you kind of can do whatever you want. Like, you can choose to build houses, or you can go... Find different dungeons to go into, uh, and this one is kind of like, nope. Follow this quest line, and eventually you'll get to a part where you can kind of do your own stuff. And I was, I wasn't feeling that at the time. Um, also, the like, you can only have three people in your party thing is kind of weird. Uh, Three's just an odd number. I mean, it was three in Destiny as well. I don't know. (laughs) This
0: is is what I was just thinking. I mean, it's like, what?
1: I guess for, like, a shooter, it's fine. But, like, for this, like, RPG mechanic, I don't know. I I just would like as many people as I want. Because, like, we had, like, five people in the party. And so, like, Hmm. we could only have, like, a team of two and a team of three. So, that kind of sucked. Um... (laughs)
0: quick question do you remember the name of the other two friends that were not playing with you but were in the party all
1: right you're asking to way too much of me right now um <laughs> one was justin i can tell you that much it was justin and i didn't really talk to the other guy i really don't know his name we'll call him trevor we'll call him trevor that's what i was gonna go okay. with okay like um Oh, Jerry's real name is Charlie. I just remembered that. Uh, so Luke and Charlie and I played together for a hot minute. Uh, Do you want to give
0: an official apology to Charlie for forgetting his name? Yo,
1: Charlie, if you ever listen to this, I'm really sorry. <laughs> um, it's been a rough couple of weeks for me, okay? Don't make it's fun fine. of me. It happens. Um, I don't know. Yeah, like it's, it's a free game, so you definitely get it if you can. Add it to your library, as we always Sam always lectures everyone about. Sam, what did you think of Portal Knights? I wasn't very sold on it.
0: I've never played Minecraft, and I've never had a desire to play Minecraft. Um, So I wasn't super into this game, FYI. However, I did like the character creator. I thought they had some really fun hairstyles and different things where you could customize your character. And then I also like that you can have a little pet companion in this game so you start off with this little white poodle and he just kind of follows you around and like kind of barks sometimes what did you what's that face i
1: had a pet rat what the fuck did did you you get a poodle from
0: i when i first spawned on my island and i went to see the the guy at the house with the work table like Uh there was just a poodle somewhere that i picked up it's just like here i have this poodle
1: like, I had as a soon rat. as I
0: started the game. Like, did you get him as nope. soon as you started?
1: Nope. Did you have played to go in that dungeon and then and he, get him? Like, showed up. No? I played for, I like, I...
0: 20 minutes. And I got the poodle, and then I got the rat as well. Because I found a rat down in the dungeon. I broke this cage, and I was like, oh, here's the rat. I don't
1: remember how I got the rat, but I know I got a rat. I didn't get no poodle. You know, lucky. What? Oh, I would have kept playing it. I had a poodle behind me all the time.
0: Yeah, that's weird. Um... But yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty intuitive to, like, figure out what you're supposed to be doing and how to do different stuff in the crafting. Because uh, you know me. I I get, I get cranky if it's too difficult to figure mm, stuff out. Yeah. So that was fine. Um, the combat was just kind of boring. Because, I mean, it seems like the starting enemies in air quotes because they were, like, like a parrot and some green slime. But they were, like, really tough to kill. It would I'd have to, like, Hold down my trigger and attack him for like ten seconds yeah. to to kill him. Well, because you have to like dodge as well because they'll attack you. Uh, and it just seemed like like your first enemy should be easier than that. Uh, but I don't know. Um, I yeah, I get bored pretty easily.
1: Um, I just I also kind of felt like the whole like making you pick a class. I was like, oh, like maybe I'll get to like use like wizard because I picked a wizard. Um, so, like, oh, maybe I'll get to use, like, wizard spells, like a fireball or something. Yeah. And, like, no. And, like, your starting weapon is determined by your class. Like, you get the wand if you're a wizard, a sword if you're a warrior, and the or a bow and arrow if you're the archer. But then you can just go make those and use them if you wanted to. So, I was like, what was the point of me picking this class? Like, do I get to get abilities later on?
0: see so you played for five hours and you never got any spells?
1: I got an ability, but I didn't know if it was different from... Because it's like, eventually you get a quest that like is teaching you how to interrupt enemy attacks. And I got like a shout ability as a wizard. And I was like, oh, is like, this similar to yours, Luke? And he's like, yeah, it's pretty similar. I think it's the exact same, actually. So I was like, okay. so
0: That's very know. disappointing. Because you played for five yeah. hours and didn't get any spells. I would have been so pissed. Um because, like, I was like, this wand sucks. Like, maybe if I got some yeah. spells, it would be cooler. But, like, if you have to play that long and don't get anything, that hardly seems worth it. Um, yeah. But, I don't know. I did, I was like, this feels like, like, Stardew Valley, but with, like, more fighting.
1: You know, like, yeah, like a 3D Stardew Valley really <laughs> yeah. makes a lot of fucking sense. I just say that. Yeah. Yes,
0: or kind of like a don't starve um, Man, type we're game. really
1: not selling people like on getting this game. Steep is great, guys. Get Steep. Oh my god, Steep is so
0: good. Cody, you didn't talk yeah. about Steep. Like, just say say a few kind words about what you thought about Steep.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um I don't know. It, just, it seems like a nice like game you can just kind of relax in and just do kind of cool snowboard tricks. Like I've never been snowboarding or skiing in my life because yeah. I live in the swamp and it sucks. It's hot. I'm sweating all the time. I would love to be in the snow um, and snowboarding. Uh, I, I'd probably be more of a skier, if I'm being honest with you. I think the little sticks are pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? That's what um, she said. Yeah. Uh, I was setting you up. Um, <laughs> yeah, Steve's a lot of cool stuff. Like, like the snowboarding really, feels really good. Uh, we did some races. We did that, yeah. like, a kind of community night kind of thing. Uh, it was actually just a stream. Um,
0: yeah. It was a mini community night. We had yeah. Megs and Starry Night with us,
1: and then we eventually figured out how to do the rocket wing suits, and that was a blast, literally. Because um, like you're just jetting on through stuff, and you're like, "Oh, I'm great! I'm doing great, guys!" And then whack, right into a tree, and it's like, "Oh, yeah. that's it." Um, Pretty
0: much every race we did with the rocket suit, I would say, really, usually only one person actually finished; everybody else crashed and was disqualified. Yeah. So.
1: Um, yeah, steep is the other free game for PS Plus this month, and I, I like that one a lot. It's a really cool game.
0: Definitely get that one because I'm sure we'll play that more in the future, and it's just it's just fun. So uh, I mean, go ahead and get Portal Knights, because like maybe you'll have like like a like a niece or nephew over at some point, and you'll want like just a nice little game for them to play, and maybe they could play that and they'd like it. Yeah. You never know when that's yeah. gonna happen, so always have your games just in case. Might as well get Amplitude just in case you never know. So. <laughs>
1: Really, you're right. really selling that PS Plus membership. It's a good thing we're not sponsored by Sony.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, man, we're. I feel like we're running real long, but it's fine. We're just going to get through it. Cody, no, but I mean, judging by how much we still have to talk about, I feel we're running long. Um,
1: real quick. What? We'll just go really quickly.
0: Oh, no, yeah, yeah. That That's never mind. I, too many that's what she said jokes tonight. Um, so... We were starting a new segment, okay? It's called the Anthem Arrival... Ad- oh, I can't say it. Too many A's? Fuck, I fucked it up. Anthem Arrival... Ad- <laughs> Shit. You say it. Can you say it?
1: The Anthem Arrival Advisory.
0: Yeah. There you go. That was just like, I don't know. We we'll just call A's it the
1: AAA.
0: Three. The AAA. All right, guys. Um, not really... A Surprise here. We're super excited for Anthem. Okay. Uh, This podcast comes out on the 21st of January. Approximately one month later, February 22nd, Anthem is released. Um, So we just want to kind of do like a quick little countdown every week. Have a little check-in. See how we're feeling about things. Um, Next week, we should be talking about that VIP demo that will be out. So, all right, Cody. This week has been just a mess for me because I told you that multiple times earlier this week I was convinced that the Anthem demo was this weekend like so convinced. Like, I went and pre-ordered Anthem So I'm like, oh, I have to get ready for this weekend. And then I was like, oh, it's not this weekend. And then, like, the next day at work, I was like, oh, I need to text Cody and remind him that the Anthem demo is this weekend. And then I'm like, no, it's it's not this weekend. It's the next weekend. Um, And it's just like, I just have this weird mindset. Like, I just couldn't figure it out. Um, So when I was getting ready to pre-order my Anthem, I was like, okay, so am I getting just regular Anthem or am I getting this Legion of Dawn edition of Anthem that was like $20 more? And I'm like, well, what do I get with this edition? And so you get some fancy javelin uh, skins that I, I guess you won't be able to get anywhere else. These are like the original javelin suits from, um, I don't know what the group of, uh, I want to call them guardians. Whatever your javelin people are. Freelancers. Freelancers, yes. So, like, the original freelancers. This is, like, the old school design, which is pretty cool. But I'm like, yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, You get some, like, weapon stuff that hasn't been clearly defined yet. I'm like, "Eh, you know, that's fine. And then it says, oh, you also get the digital soundtrack. And I was like, man, I don't remember what the soundtrack sounds like for this. So I'm like, let me, dude, yes. So I went to YouTube to watch it and like, as soon as it started, I was like, oh my God, yes. This is like, I want this, I want this digital soundtrack. This sounds amazing. I'm super excited for it. Like, I don't know what this instrument is called, but I feel like, I don't know if it's the didgeridoo, but it's like, so that Australian, like really deep sounding, like you blow the thing. Yeah, it's got that in it. That's what she
1: said. You blow the thing. Yeah,
0: it is. And it, Oh, it sounds amazing. It got me so excited, Cody. So I was like, well, uh, I guess I'm going to buy this Legion of Dawn edition. And the fun thing is, like, I realized my uncle had given me a $20 Amazon gift card. So I was like, oh, I can just, I hadn't spent that yet. I'm like, I'm just going to use that for my extra money. So it's not even like I'm paying for it. Um, But because I listened to that soundtrack... I got super excited for Anthem and like during that span of days there, like, like on a scale of 1 to 10 for excitement, my excitement was like a 9.5 for this, for Anthem to come out and like, I was just like, man, I can't wait for it. I've kind of calmed down a little bit now. I'm like, I'm okay. like, I think I'm like at about a seven right now. It's, it's raining really loudly now and thundering. So I apologize if you can hear that. Um... But yeah, I'm I'm really excited. Cody, like, what's your excitement? What are you feeling this week about Anthem?
1: So, a couple things. Obviously, I'm at a 10 out of 10. Uh, <laughs> they had another live stream this week where they kind of talked about, like, other stuff happening, like, besides the main story, um, mm-hmm. and then, like, they showed off some hard difficulty because, uh, you know, you can set the different levels, mm-hmm. um, and, like really excited me like i'm not going to spoil anything because there are people who just want to go in blind uh pretty much like their side quests are called contracts is what they're called Mm -hmm. that's what they're kind of called uh and they're like oh like there are different factions in fort Tarsus, which is the main hub area um and like different people in the factions will give you these legendary contracts and they're these story missions where you go through you go out and you do stuff and i was like fuck it that's really cool and like they're like oh they're replayable as in like you get different stuff each time. Like, it's not going to be all the same contract each time. And you always get a very good reward out of it. And I was like, fuck yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, even before that stream happened, I had a dream about Anthem. And, like, <laughs> video game dreams are the fucking best. Um, so they haven't, like, outlined, like, what the raids will be like in this game. But, like, they're going to be four people, obviously. Everything's going to be four people. So I had a dream that it was me and the... Uh, What is the basic javelin? The ranger. The ranger. Me and the ranger. Yeah. Byron. Our friend Byron. Groon. In the Colossus. You're in the storm. My brother was in another ranger. And we did the raid together. And we were kicking at Like we were comboing stuff left and right. We're shooting rockets. You're dropping like meteorites from the sky. Like so much cool stuff. And I woke up and I was like, oh man, I gotta wait a month. Like Fuck. I, so I feel excited. like that's
0: a prophetic dream i feel like that's gonna come to pass and like we're gonna kick ass it's gonna be fantastic
1: i'm so excited for this game like and i get like there's a bunch of people who are like oh don't get too excited because what, what if it's bad yeah. there's just nothing like there's nothing like unless they like just sh- shit on everything they're like hey, you know what we started from gra- like we decided to restart the entire game over the day before we launched like there's no way everything i've seen from the game excites me um i can't wait to play it next week and then like the following weekend we get to play it and like oh yeah ugh, like it's um, gonna be so good
0: so yeah so the demo is coming the vip demo is for people who have pre-ordered or have ea origin access uh accounts um so that'll be like the 25th through i don't know that weekend uh 27th. and then 7th Okay, I guess that's easy math. Never mind. Um, So then the next weekend, it's the open demo. So everyone can try it out. Um, One thing, I've read an article today that said if you are in the VIP demo, you will have the ability to invite three friends who are not in the VIP demo and they'll get to come in with you. Uh, I'm okay. not exactly sure how this worked. The article like had a link and I was like, I don't think, I don't know. So I'm not entirely sure about this. I'm going to look into it. Uh, but I think that'll be pretty cool. if they. I think I read something
1: about this and I want to say mm-hmm. it's for the EA Origin people, but maybe we'll get it from PS4 as well.
0: That's possible.
1: Because the EA thing is also on Xbox. Like PS, PS4 is the only one who doesn't have the EA Origin mm-hmm. thing on their console. So Well. maybe.
0: If we have it. I'll be inviting some friends. FYI, so um, if I don't, that sucks. But we'll catch you next weekend. So,
1: um,
0: I mean, it is like we should temper this because I mean, it's going to be a demo, so it's going to be limited what we can play. It's not going to be free reign out there. um, But still, we're just excited to get to. I think it's
1: like first mission. uh, There's someone else, and then like it's free play, and you do have the ability to unlock uh, any of the four javelins. uh, Ooh. Because you start exciting. with the ranger, and I want to say like they, I think it's like you're allowed to go up to a certain level, and it would allow you to get a second javelin. So like okay. if you just restart the demo, you pick a different javelin each time, you know, stuff like that. So that'd be kind cool. of cool. I'm excited.
0: We're excited. We're super excited, man. So yeah. all right, um, this has
1: been Triple wow. um,
0: like, A. Well, no, that's only
1: two a That's like
0: an two. M, but like weird. I don't know why you you're so the- into like making letters with your fingers these days. I don't know either cuz like we're
1: an audio <laughs> podcast mainly and like what am we doing? We got a video but yeah. like a-
0: it's fine. All right. It's fine good point all right let's since we're moving quickly let's just jump right into our news we've got a lot of news going on this week number one quick story uh just a psa really blackout from black ops 4 is free right now uh it's gonna be it's going on free until the 24th so you've got a little bit of time still if you've been interested in checking this out uh go ahead and pop over in there and you know play some it's it's fun um it's not my favorite part of Black Ops, but it's fun, and people yeah. like people like Battle Royale, and you, you want to try it, so do it. Um, one quick thing: I was in the optional podcasts Discord, and Paul, we were talking about this, and he was like, "Oh, I wonder if this is like some sort of test for them uh, before going free to play," and I'm like, "Oh, that's mm. a very interesting idea." Mm. So, do you have do you have any thoughts? Was, do you think that
1: I was thinking they're gonna sell the Battle Royale separately. I don't think they would give it for free. I was thinking they would do like $30. Here's the Battle Royale mode only. Which I well they already buy.
0: Already, at least on PC, they have a $40 Black Ops that just doesn't include zombies. So you get multiplayer and you get Blackout right now hmm. is an option. Interesting, I didn't know that. So okay. I don't know if they would split it up even further. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Maybe they're just trying to get more people to buy the game. So in, in any case... A free weekend or a free—actually, this is a full week free—is free uh, is really cool. So hopefully, you guys yeah. will check that out. Um, all right, number two on our news list. Uh, so
1: should we? We can save this for next week. Do you want to save this it? A pretty. This a pretty okay. big thing, and there may be some okay. updates as we go. So we okay. can save it.
0: Well, we'll skip that. We'll come back to it. Um, uh, do you want to do you want to talk about number three?
1: Yeah, so Rocket League has an. Why did I get this one? You know I don't that care about not, this. That
0: was not my number three. I thought number three was the GameStop
1: story. That oh, was, sorry, sorry. I'm about that. So apparently, sorry, I had my numbers weird. <laughs> I was like, I don't even care about this. <laughs> GameStop uh, is in the process of being bought out by a company. Um, so what this kind of means is that it's looking like um, some GameStops will be closing. I uh, think it's just kind of the issue is digital has become a very like it's been a, it's become a higher demand so like there's mm-hmm. not as many people trading in games so many people buying physical games because they can just buy everything digitally uh, and so this has kind of hit GameStop pretty hard it's something that they've been kind of trying to combat for a while uh, and I think it's finally just caught up to them and so they're in the process of being bought out by another company uh, I can't remember there's three companies vying for them right now uh, and so it's I think the kind of hope is that GameStop will stay around. It's just there's going to be a lot less stores because there are some places where like there's a ridiculous amount of GameStops like mm. in like Lafayette, Louisiana there's like five on one street like honestly like like they're 20 minutes apart from each other it's like why is there so many of you guys like what um but, like I, I do hope GameStop sticks around because like there are still people who buy physical media like mm. it's always going to be a thing um and like I've made some great friends through GameStop. I worked for GameStop for a brief period um and I, like, I have, like, my GameStop store that I go to. And, like, I interact with the manager. I interact with all the people there. Because, like, it's a, just a fun place to go and talk video games to people. And so, like, I do hope that GameStop can recover from this. Uh, I think we may see a more transition from... Because they're also... It's ThinkGeek and GameStop are kind of, like, co-owned. Um, I think we may see, like, a ThinkGeek store is popping up a little bit more, maybe. Uh, because, like, that kind of pop culturey like... Uh, yeah. it was like a hot topic store, it's a little bit more popular maybe than a physical games media place. So
0: well, and I think it'd be cool if they like just kind of combined. So you have your Think Geeks, so you've got pop culture stuff, and then you also have video games in the same store and just like put it all there together. I think that could be good. Yeah. And yeah. I mean I think I feel like there's always still gonna be kind of a market for the physical games just for the secondhand uh use. You know, a lot of people don't buy games right away they like to wait and buy a used game so it'll be cheaper after some time has passed so like there's there's still a market for that and there's still people who want to buy physical games just to be able to trade them in so um it sucks i feel bad for them i feel bad too because like i know i'm part of the problem um there's a GameStop that's on my way home from work um but like i hate the shopping center that it's in and like how you have to like navigate to get into yeah. it just because like there's a Starbucks right there and the drive through and like there's not enough room for like yeah. more than one way traffic and it's just like it stresses me out really bad every time I have to go there so it's unfortunate. Yeah like but.
1: my GameStop I go to is actually like a little bit further of a drive than the one it's like actually in my hometown Um but like I just like the people there a little bit more to be honest with you Um mm-hmm. but like yeah like GameStop for me is like sometimes i'll go there to pre-order a game but most of the time it's i'm going to buy funko pops because you can pre-order funko mm-hmm. pops from there and like it's useful for me as a collector um yeah. so yeah um uh, you know we, we i hope for the best that games so mm-hmm. there will at least be some GameStop stop sticking around maybe they just have to shut down a couple um i hope not too many people are impacted by that because we never want anybody to lose their jobs yeah. that kind of that really sucks um but yeah
0: i also feel like game spot it should just come in and buy them and just like be like hey you know this has been Swap a problem long enough let's just let's just kid to it we're all the same we're all together yeah. and yeah maybe great <laughs> that's an option you guys think about that okay <laughs> all right number 4 on our news is that rocket league now has uh cross play across all platforms obviously cody does not care about this as he just said um i i mean i don't really care about rocket league either that's not uh why i think this story is exciting oh, no.
1: like I, I like rocket league i just don't like i feel like you don't care about crossplay. F- crossplay cross play has been blown out of fucking proportion and i don't care at all i think um, it's nice i'm glad it's i'm glad it's out there for people it's just like the number of people who are actually go to play crossplay is so minuscule that like, why are we making such a big deal about it? I don't understand. That's my hot take on crossplay.
0: Um, I feel like it's I feel like there's not a lot of people interested in it right now. I feel if it becomes more of a a thing that's just available for all different types of games, I think people would use it more. I mean, if you think about us and, like, we play the majority of our games on our PS4s and mm-hmm. we have PS4 community game nights because, like, yeah. that's just what we do. That's what people have. Uh, so, like, people who don't have a PS4 have been missing out on stuff. So, like, if we played games where they were able to play with us from their <laughs> Xbox or something, that would be really cool. Um, so, I mean, I think it's a good thing. I think it's an exciting move for the future, that more stuff is, is getting uh, cross-play. Um, I had two questions about this for you, which we'll see if you have an interest in this. Okay, so one question is, what do you think the next game is going to be that has crossplay? And then, well, you we can answer that first, I guess, and then I'll ask my second one.
1: So currently the only like big two are Fortnite and Rocket League. Yeah, um, I could cheat a little bit because I do know a game that's gonna have it, and it's Smite uh, is coming out on oh. Switch oh. and it's gonna have it. Um, okay,
0: well that's good to know. But
1: I won't. I won't cheat. So let's see. What's the game that's on every? Hmm.
0: Oh, see, cause that's tough. Like, well, I think I know Minecraft has some crossplay, but I don't know if it has full crossplay. And it feels like that's just one that should have it.
1: Um, yeah, I could see that one being next like, big one. To be honest with you,
0: and I was thinking, what could really be a big news, good thing for the game would be if PUBG ended up getting crossplay. Because like I feel like it's, you know, it's not it's not doing as well as, yeah. it, as it once was. It's not it's not yeah. the golden boy anymore. Um, and it like kind of needs something to boost it up. So I think like hmm. if it if it got some crossplay, maybe that would. Bring more people to it and give it that little kick. I don't know. Yeah,
1: and I know like Overwatch has mentioned possibly adding it, like they that they would be interested in it. So yeah. who knows? Right, we'll Diablo is see. another one I could oh, see because yeah. Diablo is on like everything. So why yeah. not Diablo? Um, that would make sense. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. What?
0: question number two: um, Do you feel that eventually? crossplay is going to be yeah we everyone can crossplay however uh, like you have to pay for a ps plus to play online with people do you think someone's going to start adding an extra fee to do crossplay someone probably being sony
1: uh, i think they'll face a lot of backlash if they do that so <laughs> i don't know
0: i mean I think probably people... I think they probably faced a lot of backlash when they said, oh, you have to p- pay now to play online with people. It's like PS3, you didn't have to do that. PS4, you started, so it's like...
1: Yeah, but like, you're already paying 60 bucks a year. I know. To, for PS Plus. Like, what are you suggesting? Like, well, if you pay $65, we will let you play with the Microsoft and Nintendo people. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that, I would, don't know. that would not fly. Someone would fucking go crazy <laughs> about that. Um, okay. I don't think that anyone will ever charge extra for it. Uh, I could see maybe, and this could be for all of them. Like how, like there are loot boxes and microtransactions for like custom like cars in like mm-hmm. Rocket League. I could see maybe Sony, Sony, Microsoft, or Nintendo wanting a bigger cut of that because now it's going to be that's going to be something used oh, okay. on other consoles as well. So maybe,
0: well, I mean, we're not talking about. Cross, account, right? We're not saying you can play on PlayStation and buy stuff and then also go play on Switch. We're saying a person on PlayStation can play yeah, with somebody okay, okay. on Switch. So yeah. I don't think they're taking stuff like that.
1: Uh, no, then yeah, no. I don't think I don't think ethically any of those companies would want to do that because I feel like they would face a major backlash. So I don't think Sony's Sony's a little scummy about some shit. I, don't I, think I guarantee scummy.
0: somewhere in a boardroom. They've discussed it. And they're like, how bad would it be if we tried this? Could we still make some money? Somebody's discussed it. I'm sure I'm sure
1: money. it's been discussed and someone's like, no, like, <laughs> do this would that. be almost as bad as Microsoft being like, no more used games on our consoles. You have to buy everything new. And how bad that went.
0: Wait, what? So,
1: yeah. Do you not know, remember when the Xbox One was coming out? And like the original thing was like... Uh, you, would, you wouldn't be able to play used games on the xbox one like it had to be a brand new disc and like so there'd be no how game would it trading know? i don't remember how they were gonna do it um but like yeah that was a big that when they first came out like the xbox one was sold as like a tv replacement and like the big joke was like sony came out on stage and it's like this is how you share games with your friends and like one dude handed the other dude a disc <laughs> So like I feel like that like if you try to charge for crossplay, oh, wow. that's equivalent. Like no one, okay. it, it would end terribly. I hope Sony never does that.
0: <laughs> I so. hope not. Okay. All right. Good to know. All right. Um. Oh. Uh. Do you want to talk about the next one? Do you want me to?
1: Oh yeah, we can do it. Uh. So division two has announced that they are we dropping Steam and going to the Epic Game Store. This is pretty big because this is like the first like I, major game.
0: I'd say this is epic news.
1: I just want to like punch you in the face sometimes, say so, <laughs> Out of love, uh, this is epic news that someone chose Epic Games Store over Steam, and a very big one. Division Two is looking to be yes. like a very big game, uh, and like it's it's kind of interesting to see like what other companies will be following suit because like.
0: Well and what's interesting is like so Division 2 is is going so Ubisoft like is this like a test or like are all of their future games probably going to go this route it's like I can interesting see that. to see well and and also like it's you know this is the kind of deal that they worked out long ago probably before the epic game store was even announced because i feel like you need to have your partnerships you need to have somebody big on board with you before you go down this route um so i think it's i think it's cool i wonder if there are other big dogs waiting in the wings that that have already planned to come to epic games and it just hasn't been announced yet so i don't know
1: well yeah i wonder like what other big companies could really do it uh because like activision has the battle net launcher that seems like they kind of they're doing for their big yeah. 10 pole games uh well i mean what are some other big like
0: capcom
1: yeah i can see that um yeah capcom If capcom can make a jump over there this is uh, this is
0: difficult for us because we don't play any of our big games on steam so we
1: don't <laughs> we don't know um, what's on steam and what's on something else bungie now technically after destiny 2 is done like i don't know if they'll continue using the battle.net launcher uh after destiny 2 is finished so like destiny 3 could later be on the uh, epic game store yeah Um, so yeah uh it's it's exciting because like it's just it's nice for companies to have like a different place to go put their game and get more money out of it um i do wonder like if there is a Assassin's Creed game this year, which it seems mm-hmm. like there will be, um, it's, it's probably going to go up on the Epic Game Store, and so that's really good for them. Um,
0: you know, it's interesting, like, Trials Rising is coming out February 15th, and I don't know I don't know. they've said of... where it's going,
1: which, Sorry. I mean, I, would, I at think this it's point... a big
0: deal, but people probably don't, don't care to make a big deal about that. <laughs> well, no, I but.
1: think... I'm sure there's, like, something underlying here that's saying, like, all Ubisoft games will go on Epic Games Store from no. now on. It's just smart. Like, you're going to get more cut out of it. Um, yeah.
0: Well, and so it's, yeah. I mean, it's exactly what they needed. They needed something big to let people know, hey, here's this new store that exists. And, you know, because a lot of people, what? it might just fly under their radar. So EA
1: yeah. could put some games out on there. Like, Anthem could release on PC in the Epic Game Store. Or does I EA mean, have their own launcher I do not
0: I f I I I don't I don't know the answer to this question. Is, I feel I like they either. probably have their own launcher. I feel like they probably have their own.
1: Cause I know Bethesda used
0: not their own launcher for like, Fallout
1: 76.
0: I feel like the hmm. EA origins or the access, like I feel like that's it's probably through the same thing. I feel uh, like they you probably have yeah. their own thing.
1: Good point, good point. Because right, like you point, can yeah.
0: test run like games on that service so i feel like it's all in their own little thing already so smart
1: okay yeah yeah so so yeah mainly like capcom could start putting stuff out on there like um
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're yeah, bad, at, I mean, bad at that bad well i mean no because
1: like microsoft bought up a bunch of companies that released yeah. games into like it, like it's hard to imagine like where those games are gonna go so yeah. It's a big win for Ubisoft and yeah. Epic Games. Good that's job, great. guys.
0: Good job, you guys. That's a that's a partnership we love to see. I don't I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay, moving on to our final story for the day. Um, yeah. This so there've been rumors that uh, some Super Nintendo games might be coming to Switch on the Switch Online service. Which there's like just a a mess of uh, original Nintendo games up there currently that you can play, Uh, so people have been getting pretty excited about this, because, you know, I never had a Super Nintendo, but people loved their Super Nintendos, and there aren't always a lot of ways to play some of these games that are pretty old. Oh my god. That thunder was really loud. I don't know if anyone else heard that. Startled me. Okay. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so we have some games that we excited that are uh, hoping would come to the Switch so that we could play them. And then we checked in with our Discord crew to see what games they are excited about. So, Cody, do you want to tell me first what you would like to see come to switch
1: um well first i'm going to say that it is kind of cool because hopefully this leads to other con console likes mm-hmm. like nintendo 64 gamecube stuff like that coming to the switch yeah. uh because like there's a lot of games that like i just missed out on that i never got to play like super mario sunshine never played it um love to play it so hopefully that eventually comes uh a pipe dream for cody here but I would love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Turtles in Time to come out on this because, you know, that's one of my top 25 games of all time. I remember playing it so much with my brothers. Like, such a good game. Uh, and I would love for it to come to the kind of like... It's not the virtual console, but it's pretty much the virtual console for yeah, Switch. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will say hopefully they improve the controls because the controls are weird for the old NES games oh. on the Switch um i don't know if you did you play any of the yeah
0: i don't remember it being weird
1: i forget it may have been because i was playing a two-player game and so we had to take the joy cons and turn them sideways Mm -hmm. and like the buttons design was just very weird
0: because then you have Um, you have to use the joystick as your ds pad
1: Yes, and like yeah, that's the, t- the top two buttons are like weird. Like they're supposed to be start and options or something like that. Okay, oh, yeah. it's just weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what I got. Pinot de Charles, Charles and Time, favorite one of my favorite games. So what are you? What I've you got? never,
0: I've never played that game, but I would love to try it just because yeah. you recommend it. So it's probably hard.
1: never going to come because
0: you don't know that.
1: I mean, there's probably some copyright stuff. Like, I don't know. I, I would love he'll it.
0: It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. Go for it. Um, so, like, I, okay. So, I've got two, but one is, like, the same that a lot of people said. So, I'll just say, I would like to play Yoshi's Island. Um, oh, because yeah. Because I love Yoshi, and I've never played uh, a, a Yoshi game before. So, I think that would be really cool. Like, and just, like, a, a Yoshi title? You made a face. I was
1: thinking you played... Uh... Woolly World, but I didn't realize no. you didn't have a Wii U, so never mind.
0: Never played that one, so yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that'd be cool. Um, my, my cheat one that like everybody's saying is this the Super Mario World. Um, yeah, now I because this is like, like it's it follows in like Super Mario 3's footsteps, and it's like the new Super Mario Brothers, like that kind of style. Um, I played it a few times at a friend's house now. This is funny because you couldn't remember your friend's name earlier. I was thinking about this. I'm like, who's friend? Who did I play this at? Because, I mean, it was when I was in elementary school, so I was really young. And mm-hmm. I can, like, picture her bedroom and, like, playing Super Mario World there. But I'm like, I don't remember which friend this was at all. Like, I can't How even picture who it you. was. And I feel really bad about that. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's one that I'd really like to, to try again because I played very little of it. So um, so getting into our, our Discord crew and what they would like to see. Let's start with a Byron. Now, I've said in the past that this man has very good taste, okay? So what does he want to see? He wants to see Super Mario World. Yeah. And then he also said Chrono Trigger, which I think this would be good too because, like, I've heard so many things about Chrono Trigger and I think it would be fun to try it, but I feel like it's one of those where I'll play, like, 20 minutes
1: and then stop, so. Uh, yeah, I've also always wanted to try Chrono Trigger, like, just, yeah. you always hear about it, and, like, I'm pretty sure it was in an arcade, and like, a laser tag place, I used oh. to go to, I think huh. I'm thinking of a different, I feel like I'm thinking of Chrono Trigger, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, our friend Meg's, in a similar vein, said she would also like to see Super Mario World,
0: Our friends have really good tastes. So, I don't know, it's so weird. Um, Alejandro, just because he always likes to to mix it up here, he says he would like to see Super Castlevania and Super Metroid. (laughs) Cody, do you want to fill in on the conversation that happened after that?
1: I was like, hold the phone. Is this game really called Super Castlevania? And Byron was (laughs) like, yeah, it's the fourth Castlevania game. And I was like... They could. So we went from Castlevania Symphony of the Night, Castlevania Rondo and Blood to Super Castlevania. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, what is happening? Like, what was? The, and then I was, and then I read Super Metroid, and I was like, they really just slapped Super on everything. They were like Super Nintendo Entertainment System, Super everything, Super Mario, Super New Metroid, Super Castlevania, Super Luigi, Super everything like it's just weird like what was that naming convention nintendo it's Uh, weird so and then some guy named chad teacher i don't i don't know who that is uh went for a real deep cut and said demon's crest uh now knowing my brother um this is like some rpg game that's super like real deep cut like probably like seven people played it and i'm gonna have to do some research and i'm gonna get back to you guys next week with a rundown on what Demon's Crest is, um, um, so yeah. let's
0: hold on. Let's let's play my one of my favorite games. Is just you tell me what Demon Crest Demon's Crest is like right now. You tell me what it is.
1: Oh, uh, I believe it's probably a side-scrolling RPG game in the vein of like it's got probably got some turn-based combat, and you are a guy named Let's go with uh franklin yeah let's go with like frank franklin or like something like crazy like a cool name like cloud or something Ooh. uh that and... seems too
0: light i feel like it should be like a darker name like oh, okay. shadow uh
1: yeah like you're playing a character named shadow and you're going through this like demon-filled world destroying demons uh and you are are in fact a demon, and you carry the demon's crest on your chest, and you can use it to activate a superpower in your turn-based combat. Um, and you're Did you turn into a super up... demon because
0: you're on Super so. NES.
1: Oh, good point, super demon. Um, do you think there was ever a super demon's crest? Um, I don't know. And you're probably picking up like allies along the way, like other people who hate demons, like somebody who like their mom died to a demon, you know, stuff like that.
0: But they can't know that you're secretly a demon.
1: Yeah, so it's like really awkward when you turn into the you do the super super ultra demon power and they're kind of like, what the fuck was that, man? You're just like uh,
0: nothing. You pay no attention. Nothing. It's, it's just this you, thing you, that happens. You it's passed fine. out,
1: I don't know what happened. Ah.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. I like it. That so sounds that's what I good. Think.
1: That yeah. sounds
0: like a real good game. So.
1: We'll see how close how like close I was when I look it up later.
0: <laughs> Alright. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Okay i think we've covered everything we set out to cover today i think we're good
1: yeah. oh for the record we're gonna talk about the the new story we skipped was the ea cancelling the star wars game we're gonna like let that see if anything new comes out of from it Um uh, we'll talk about that next week so yeah i know people are probably like what did they skip over what was that
0: and this new story so. yeah um okay cool well, thank you, everybody, who's tuned in. Just a reminder, we love to hear from you, so drop us an email at contact at com. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Geek Heart Games. That's right, we have a Facebook page. There are people in our Discord who we didn't know, know that. that. Yeah. It's weird. I mean, weird. we're not super active on Facebook because Facebook's weird. Like, it doesn't work well on my phone. But, hey, we're there. We post stuff. It is the same stuff that we post on Twitter, but that's fine. It's fine. Find us wherever you want. We're around. Um, Places we're around. We're streaming over at twitch.tv slash geekartgames. And you can watch our videos at geekartgames.com slash YouTube. So go check out Cody Cody playing the Resident Evil 2 demo and his heavy breathing as he's getting real into it. (laughs) (laughs) Um... You can always buy a shirt over at geekartgames.com slash shirts, and we would love for you to drop us a review on iTunes or your podcast player of choice. I am on Twitter at S-K-S-U-V-A-K, Cody.
1: I am at comicbookcody.
0: Yeah. And one more time, just a reminder to, you know, be nice to people out there, be compassionate, try to put as much love out into the world as you can. So, Cody take it away
1: we're just two geeks who are games do 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 super do it
0: was good i liked it <laughs>